Do you shop on Amazon.com? Of course you do. You can now support the Midwest Podcast Network while doing so. Go to Amazon.MidwestPodcastNetwork.com and a very small percentage of your purchase will go towards making our network and its content even better. That's Amazon.MidwestPodcastNetwork.com. Bookmark it today. Welcome to the Midwest Film Nerds Podcast. I'm Alex. I'm Nick. I'm Tim. I'm Willie. Today we're going to be talking about some of our favorite fight scenes ahead of our talk of Legend of the Drunken Master, which is Tim's pick for key frames, our segment on movies that matter to us. Before we get to that feedback at MidwestFilmNerds.com, it's where you can go to write to us about the show and the things that we talk about. We're also on Twitter and Instagram at MFN Podcast, and we're on Facebook and Vine. Search for Midwest Film Nerds Podcast. MidwestFilmNerds.com is where you can go for all 143-plus bonus episodes and full show notes with timestamps so you can skip over the spoiler Terry and other things you don't want to hear in our shows. And then finally, Amazon.MidwestPodcastNetwork.com is where you can shop on Amazon. And part of the money that you spend will come to us and we can make our show and our network even better. A little bit of housekeeping up front. Uh, we talked about Metal Gear Solid Five on the Midwest Game Nerds this week. Go check it out. That is up already. There was also a Fight the Franchise released on Sunday, Sleepaway Camp. Go check that out, too. Both of these are wonderful. Yes. I was on one. I was on both. I listened to the other one. Yeah. I liked them both. That's good. Yep. Um, yeah, I think that's mostly it, right? Yeah, I think that's all we got, you know, coming around. Once again, please, if you have any ideas for Fight the Franchise or any of our stuff, please just, just he, send them in. Totally. We're always know. open. We are, if anybody knows, I'm very influenced by our fan base. And if somebody, <laughs> if one person writes in and says, hey, I'd really like to hear this, most of the time I try to make it happen. We did get a wonderful suggestion from a uh, friend of the show, David Steele, yeah. for December's Fight the Franchise. Oh, yeah? So I won't reveal it here, all but right. it's Christmas-themed. Ooh. And also maybe a little scary or not. That should narrow it down. Well, it's do... not Santa Slay starring Bill Goldberg. Here's some, uh, here's some off-the-cuff feedback from today that I didn't even notice that we had. Uh, at Squirrel Viking on Twitter. That's says, amazing. <laughs> yes, hashtag sleepaway camp. I forgot about the mother's acting. I'm also going, I, I'm going to have to watch it again, second and third also. And then he says, hashtag health, Hellraiser, hashtag fight the franchise. I'm going through them myself, watch four so far. It's a big one, though, nine films. Willie just, <sighs> just watched the Hellraiser movies. I'm going to put this out there. And he, I think he almost put a veto on that. <laughs> <laughs> I, but, when, we, when this was in the works, I think it, our conversation about doing that, that kind of Hellraiser was thing. in there. Well, well, it. The, I think the reason why we started talking about doing this is because I started randomly watching all the Hellraiser movies. Yeah. They're all on Netflix, and I'm like, oh, I'll watch all those movies. And you know, <laughs> is it Squirrel Viking or Viking Squirrel? Squirrel Viking. Squirrel Viking. I like that. I like that better. Um, is he on number four right now? Uh, he said he's watched four so far. Okay. If he's watched them in order, then he's done with four. Uh... There are tough times ahead, sir. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're gonna be okay. We might do it at some point. We'll see. Yeah. I'm not ready yet. <laughs> at least I, you've already watched them all, though. I did, but I'd probably have to rewatch them. Yeah. Because a lot of them are... I. I it's hard ha- to differentiate I did once you get past... Like, well, once he's in that area. 
you're just like, is that the one in space with Adam Scott? <laughs> or is that the one where Craig Sheffer is like a sexy detective? Yeah, or, or where Lance Henriksen invites people to come to his mansion and play video games. Yes. I don't know. I don't know. It's an interesting series. I want to watch all three of those. <laughs> you think you do. <laughs> You'd be mistaken. <laughs> all right. Um, yeah, best of luck once you get to the final entry in that series. All right, well... Yes. Might be forthcoming. Maybe, maybe not. No, I, at some point we'll do it. Yeah. I'm sure. When we're really, really, really feeling like like just, just gotta torturing go ourselves. You gotta talk about it. We will talk about it. You gotta really it. fight the franchise. What's that, gonna, yeah, what's gonna happen is I'm gonna start randomly watching the Hellraiser movies yeah. one day. And then you're gonna be like, oh my god, we need to talk. We'll say we screw it, let's do them. Yep. Yep. Alright, fair enough. But rest well, assured it'll be a two-parter. Thank you, at Squirrel Viking. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll take that into consideration. Please write in with more ideas if uh, they come to you. Uh, in the line of feedback, we got another audience participant for the summer or wow, fall movie draft. Summer movie wager will be ending shortly uh, in a couple in a week or two. So keep an eye out for that or an ear, either one. But you wrote in with his four picks. He's got Black Mass, Steve Jobs, The Martian and Star Wars, The For- Force Awakens. Pretty good. Pretty good. Black Mass. Tim was saying Black Mass has like forty something reviews on Rotten Tomatoes, and it's at a ninety-eight, eighty-nine, eighty-nine. So I switched it around. Nice. It's pretty good. Yeah. Now pretty- for Youp, do we have to look at reviews just from his home country? Like, do we have to factor <laughs> this in? Because I feel like we should. I don't think that would help us at all. <laughs> it would be like Youp. What does this say? And then he'd be like, "It says I win." I know he's what, a, he's an honorable what, man. That's what my he's, little bro- that's what my older brothers would do to me when I couldn't read and I'd play video games. And what does that say? Oh, you're dead. It's my <laughs> turn now. That's amazing. He's an honorable man. He would not do that. to no, us. No, it's true. It's he's the scorekeeper of the Midwest Home. He podcast, would not do so that to us. I feel like there's some way we can make that happen, but probably not. I don't know. We'll see. I I feel like it'd be too limited. He'd be like. He'd be totally screwed by the fact that he's only got like five reviewers in this country uh, that are like published yeah, on the internet. For maybe. Our, I don't know. But only anyway. five mo- movie reviewers in a country. Oh, well. What's this crazy talk? You need at least 200 <laughs> to decide if a movie's any good. We should just <laughs> uproot and move over there. Right. <laughs> if, if that's the case, they need us. <laughs> they need our terrible American perspective on <laughs> yeah. Midwestern American perspective. We're going to ruin cinema forever. <laughs> You can we crash on your couch? <laughs> Let us we, know. We should do like a like a when Conan goes to like Texas, oh you know? <laughs> Midwest film nerds in Sweden. No, I don't know. Invade the Netherlands. Netherlands. Oh my yeah. God. I would totally would. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> when can we when can we start? <laughs> this well, is a Kickstarter. Worthy if you want to make this happen, Amazon.MidwestPodcastNetwork.com <laughs> yeah. is where you should be shopping, and that way we'll have the money to throw around to visit you like that. Yeah. <laughs> Ruin cinema for his country forever, <laughs> for his homeland. Or his strands. Yeah. Get all of the Netherlands watching Hellraisers 1 through <laughs> <laughs> If that's not an honorable goal. Operation Bring the Hellraiser franchise know. to yeah. the Netherlands. Oh, boy. Oh, my gosh. Is there a, fran- a horror franchise from the Netherlands that I'm unaware of? Maybe. Youp, right in. <laughs> Let's do that. I'll bet there's some amazing, like, scary Dutch stories that we don't know about that would make great premises for horror oh, films. Oh my gosh, yeah. Let's hear him, Youp. Yeah, let us know. <laughs> I like that. Alright. Uh, yeah, I think that's all we've got for the feedback slash fall movie draft at the moment. Uh, oh, uh, Tokyo Tranny Boy wrote in and said, you guys didn't know about Dinosaurs or Denver? For shame. 
I, I knew about. Wait, I knew about, I didn't Denver. Know about dinosaurs. Well, I wrote. I, I wrote back and said that's why we have Tim Long went TW, but I did not know about dinosaurs. Yeah, I didn't know about either nope. of them. I don't. I didn't really care about dinosaurs as a kid, though. What's wrong with you? You're the I science don't know guy. Batman or dinosaurs? <laughs> I don't know. You okay? I'm okay. See, but I don't like biology. Oh, I don't man, like I don't. animals. I like. I like. I like real science. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I like the science of the universe, really, uh, not the science of Earth. Oh, the human centipede is Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one. That's awesome. <laughs> That's a franchise now, isn't yeah. it? There's three of them. Oh, I just saw this movie. There's this movie called Saint, and it's about, um, it's like a like a killer Saint Nicholas movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Yeah. They're doing a lot of killer uh, Santa Clauses lately. Yeah. 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 It's in the ethos. Krampus is Krampus actually age. looks really good, though. Yeah, Did you watch Krampus. the trailer? It looks yes. awesome. Is, is that... The one directed by uh, I don't know Michael Doherty, the guy who did Trick or Treat. Oh, he wrote yeah, X Men right. Two. Okay, yep. It honestly looks really good. Yep. I, why was that? I was Trick or Treat was great. I associate Sorry, Krampus I with uh, the League, so I was thinking that the you know, uh, and it's the worst episode of the League, I yeah. think. So but, as soon as I heard they're making a movie, I went oh. <laughs> and then I watched the trailer and I went oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I, other trailer ticker. You watched something else this week, I think. Watched the Jungle Book today. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet. How is it? And, yeah. What? You're the authority on Jungle Book. Well, I came right from work to here, so I didn't really have time. You should watch it. He was Wasn't too busy conferencing with uh, Tim on the phone. It looks pretty awesome. <laughs> 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 Shh. Discussing uh, important business matters. Absolutely. The effects are really good. Cool. I'm psyched. How's my boy Bagheera look? Awesome. Ugh. <laughs> he looks awesome. The final moment of the trailer will make you go, ugh. Like you're, uh, right. It'll be I'm that gonna, classic Willie sound. I'm gonna watch it tonight when I get home. Excited. You're gonna watch it when we're done here because I want to see you react to it <laughs> or that. All right. Uh, in honor of Legend of the Drunken Master, the movie that we'll be talking about today, Tim wanted us to think about some of our favorite fight scenes. Oh, we should have done this episode drunk. Uh, I yeah, also just that's realized. True. <laughs> You'll get a lot of that on the um, Sleepway Camp <laughs> franchise <laughs> podcast. Yeah, I feel like that happens on Game Nerds, too. John and Brian like to drink. When they if, if it's just John and Brian, yeah, things are going to happen. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but That's true. Uh, so I don't know who wants to start, Tim, if you want to start in honor of your pick or... Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'll start. Sounds like that's how it's happening. Okay. Um, I'll just start with... One of the recent ones that I remember, um, the raid, the mm. first raid, the second raid has a really good fight in it too. But the first raid, <laughs> Just one. the uh, mag dog fight versus the two brothers, yeah, is one of the most incredible things that I've ever seen. It, it's exhausting. Um, we've you can listen to our reviews, yes, and you can. I'm sure we talk about it the whole time. But <laughs> what's so amazing is Mad Dog is such a badass in this movie that like even though there are two people they are still the underdogs in the yeah. spike scene because he's so insane and he's significantly smaller than them yes. like stature wise <laughs> and you're just like whoa <laughs> so that is one i wanted to mention yeah. real quick um i've got a couple martial arts one i just wanted because we were talking about it because the other one I, willie and i talked about this earlier today too and he had it on his not at work though. not at work on break <laughs> um Tony Jaa, The Protector. You could mm. list it, a lot of Tony Jaa movies, but there's a shot in The Protector. It's like one unbroken shot, yeah. like four minutes long, of him just running around kicking people through like a it's lobby. Actually, it's like seven and a half minutes. Is it? It's, <laughs> it's incredible. That was, yeah. the, that was the number one on my list. That's, was it? That okay. one's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Good choice. 
It's yeah, go. I mean, watch the movie. The movie has a couple other good fight scenes in it too. Oh yeah, it's a cool movie. Yeah, it's a cool yeah. movie. But if you don't want to watch the whole movie, just watch the YouTube I'm, clip. I'm pretty movie. sure that I was like sent the YouTube clip first, and I watched that, and it was like, holy shit! And then next time <laughs> I was at Family Video, I was like, I'll pick up the Protector, and then I watched it, and I was like, that was awesome. Yeah. So yeah, it's and, yeah. So does anybody else have anything to say? No. No, we're good. There's yeah, another. Continue. There's another fight in the Protector. Is anybody else talking about any more in that movie? No. There's a fight where he fights like 45 guys and he breaks a limb on every single guy. It's, <laughs> oh, it's either an arm awesome. or a leg. Yep. It's not an exaggeration. It happens. Yeah. No, Go, I actually, I think it's more than that. Gojo and I watched the scene once and we counted it. I think he gets up into the 80s. Jesus. Oh. Like broken limbs. <laughs> it's amazing. It's insane. Uh, and then along those lines, I, I think it was done by the same, I, I don't know if it was the same director or same, same stunt coordinator, but there's a movie called Chocolate that came out and it's about yeah. um, like an autistic girl yep. and she goes through and she fights in all the different styles and there's one scene in particular I remember where they, they throw barrels at her as she like fights them up f- uh, fire escapes and people call it like the Donkey Kong scene and it's <laughs> so cool. <laughs> Is that uh, Bong Joon-ho? No. 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 It's somebody though. Yeah, I can't remember. It was it someone who had worked with Tony. G- it, it was someone who had worked on Ong Bak. Um, okay. I don't believe it was. I don't believe it was the director. The director escaped, escaping me because Tony Jobs directed the second and third Ong Bak, which have good stuff so in it. So you're not talking about Shock a lot. No, oh, okay. the Johnny Depp movie. Yeah. Julia Binoche. Yes. <laughs> Fight sequence. No, but we will be. Um, next. Fight the franchise. Candy, candy <laughs> movies. Uh, I. Two more. Crouching Tiger, the Michelle Yeoh and Zhang Ziyi. Oh, it was it was the director of The Protector and Ong Bak. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. Cool. So. Cool. Okay. <coughs> Thank you. Pratia Pinko. Uh, not saying it correct, so it doesn't That's matter fine. what it is. <laughs> Look it up on IMDb. Continue, Tim. Uh, the Michelle Yeoh, uh, Zhang Ziyi fight from Crouching Tiger, where she has a sword and Michelle Yeoh just keeps picking things up to try to stop, like, try to beat her. And it, it's really funny and intense at the same time. It's... It's good. I like that one. And then um, the last martial arts ones I have on this list is because I had to put it on there. It's Bruce Lee versus Chuck Norris in The Way of the Dragon. And they fight each other in like a coliseum type setting. And I believe there's a kitten at some point that's watching <laughs> the entire thing, which is kind of weird. And But um, it's just a really cool example of kind of character through action and storytelling through action because – uh, Chuck Norris comes in as, his name is Colt in the movie and he comes mm-hmm. in as a bad badass like American and he like gives Bruce Lee the thumbs down <laughs> and like that's all he does and then they get into a fight and Chuck Norris starts to kind of like dominate and then Bruce Lee switches up his tactics on him and he pulls his chest hair out at one point and blows it back at him <laughs> and then the coolest part is at the end he he um, Chuck Norris like picks himself up and Bruce Lee gives like a head shake like don't like <laughs> I'm gonna kill you and he kills him <laughs> he stabs his neck and then Bruce Lee goes over while he, Chuck Norris's lifeless body is on the ground and just buttons up his shirt and then picks up Chuck Norris's jacket and lays it back over him. And oh. it's so awesome. What a, what a badass. <laughs> Does he give him a thumbs up? <laughs> <laughs> um, last two real quick, because I love boxing movies too. Um, and they are two completely different boxing final fights. Yeah. Um, I don't... I guess I don't want to spoil either one of them, but Rocky and Raging Bull, the two fights in that, because they're kind of like mirror, they're, they're opposites of each other, but they're both, like Jake LaMotta fights Sugar Ray Robinson at the end of Raging Bull, and it's so, like the editing and everything about it, it gets really surreal at points, and there's a point where Sugar Ray Robinson's just coming at him, and it's just, it, it, 
the camera shows it from Jake LaMotta's point of view, Scorsese does, and it it's just like a shape coming at him, and the hmm. crowd's gone, and it's so cool. And it's just basically this guy who his whole job is boxing. Like, that's all he can do well. Rocky, on the other hand, is the story of a guy who really just wants respect at the end of his fight. He doesn't even listen to the scores at the end of it. He doesn't care if he won or not. Um, he, had, he had found something else at the end of that movie. So it, those two fights are really, really amazing. Last one. Last one. Um, I wanted to pick a superhero fight, and I wanted to throw the Spider-Man 2 train fight yep. because I, I love that fight scene. I think it's... Um, it's great. That whole that whole third act is probably my favorite super... There are some other good ones, but that's my favorite superhero third act because I think it does a great job. The main characters all have something on the line in that final, even like Harry Osborn and MJ have stuff on the line of that, and it comes together really nice, and it starts with that train fight. And I remember I watched that trailer like 200 times before it came out, and mm-hmm. I still like audibly gasped at the part where he ducks back underneath the, uh, underneath the bridge where Spider-Man does. I love that part, so... When he dives through the lattice yes. of the yeah, that's yeah. there's uh, that's amazing. Spider Man two point one actually kind of hurts it. They put in a couple different things. There's a part where Spider Man gets hit by an, another oncoming train, and it's too much. Mm-hmm. So I prefer the actual like the non extended theatrical version of the fight because there are a couple parts in the two point one the extended version where it it throws off the beats of mm-hmm. it and it becomes a little bit too much for me, a little bit too uh, un- unbelievable, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> wonder, I wonder if that's even like available on the Blu-ray, or if it just has been lost to DVD hell. What's that? Two point one. The two point one. No, FX shows it all the time. Really? And it makes me. It kind of makes me mad because I always tune in for that train fight whenever I see it, and it's always that <laughs> part. And I go, you oh. just turn it off immediately. I just, oh, no, I keep watching it. <laughs> <laughs> You just remember. I, I keep watching for the Thomas Jane Punisher cameo, if you recall. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that set the internet on fire. <laughs> that's Lord. it for me. Before All people right. knew how to internet properly. <laughs> uh, Nick or Willie? I'll Who's jump up? In. All right. All right. Um, there are, so there are a few that immediately always I go, oh. And the, one of the very, very first fight scenes that I always immediately think of is the hammer hallway fight scene from the first Old Boy. Have you seen Old Boy, Alex? No. Nope. Oh, man, what a shame. It's, it's a great movie. I'm talking about the original Old Boy now, <laughs> not the Spike Lee one. Yeah, I've seen the Spike Lee one. No, oh, great. Then you're, you're, it's basically the same thing, except <laughs> awful. No, the original one is a, it's a really great movie, good story, good acting, etc. The action is just throughout is really cool, but there's a sequence in the, in the hallway where he fights like a big old bundle of guys with just a hammer. And the way it's, it's cool, not only in the choreography and the fact that he just has a hammer and they've got like all kinds of other shit, but the way it's shot, it's like a cutaway of a hallway and the camera just dollies from one end to the other and sometimes backtraces a little bit and then moves forward again and just follows him as he works his way because he's trying to get to the end of the hall basically Mm -hmm. it is just so cool and when it's over the final shot is just it's a nice little beat of comedy at the end and as you see the whole hallway just with littered with guys laying there going like "Ah," like nursing their (laughs) wounds and he's just there with his hammer and he's good it's it's awesome uh mixing format a little bit uh daredevil end of episode two fight scene is Mm -hmm. one of the coolest things i've seen in forever it was perfect for the character. It was perfectly choreographed. It was amazingly blocked. I, I was scratching my head as to how they shot it, which is always a great feeling to have after a fight sequence. Uh, if you haven't watched Daredevil yet, watch it. Listen to our review as well, if you can stomach how long it is. And uh, enjoy, because it's an amazing scene. It's a great way to kind of cap off an early episode. 
Jackie Chan's first strike. There is a f- scene where Jackie Chan fights a small army of guys with a A-frame ladder, and it is the coolest thing. He just th- he's just using the ladder as a weapon, and then like <laughs> diving through it to like get away from people, and it's it's amazing. And at the very end of the scene, he like sets it on the ground and sits down on it, and he's like. All right, that's just, it's so good. Hey, you guys have seen Jackie Chan's first strike, yeah. but you haven't, Alex? I probably have. I've, oh, man, like, it's, it's so been amazing. A while, There's though. a lot of awesome fights in the movie, including one where he's underwater and there's sharks patrolling the area and his thumb gets sliced by a knife and he keeps putting his thumb in his mouth to keep it from bleeding in the open and then he'll try to fight guys with one hand and then cut other people's thumbs so they're all trying to like suck on their thumbs <laughs> and take oxygen. And fight each other. It's it's amazing. The whole movie is chock full of nothing but the best action sequences I've ever seen. But the latter is one that just has always stood out to me. Uh, all of John Wick. <laughs> uh, Damn it. There's a, <laughs> yeah. Done. We already talked about The Protector. Uh, Nightcrawler versus the White House staff at the beginning of X-Men 2 yeah. is one that when I was in the movie theater and when I was a kid, X, or Nightcrawler was my favorite X-Man. And seeing that unfold in the theater, and unfortunately, it's the only really good Nightcrawler moment in the whole movie, but it is so good. And it was, I was like, I had no idea Brian Singer could shoot action like this, and he really hasn't since. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what was going on, but yeah. it, was, it was magical. Um, Indiana Jones versus the big beefy German guy on the <laughs> runway in Raiders of the Lost Ark yeah. is such a classic fight scene. And really... Uh, defines that type of character there's a few characters like that like him and mad max is kind of in the same vein where he's this guy who just always kind of has to look around and be like oh how am i going to get out of this one and you're always like how's he going to get out of that one and then he gets out of it it's great (laughs) uh the hallway fight in inception oh good one can't say too much more about that other than if you haven't seen inception watch it because it's an amazing movie but the the fight scene in the hallway just bent my mind in the theater to the point where I was like, what? And I knew how they did it because I'd read about it, but I didn't care. It was the, yeah. the effect unfolding before you was incredible. And uh, real quick, the fight in the bathroom in the world's end was one of the coolest fight scenes I've seen in recent years. I remember being in the theater and being like, holy shit, this is amazing. Where the movie actually like turns. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and just it's so well done. Yeah. I was like, wow, this is a comedy. And this action sequence is one of the best of the year. Uh, and then two good old-fashioned sword fights. The duel between uh, the Dread Pirate Roberts and Inigo Montoya and the Princess mm-hmm. Bride is everything a fight sequence should be. I it's, just thought of that one as we sat really? down to talk. Oh, I was like, sorry. It's funny. Okay. It's, got, it's amazingly choreographed. The dialogue is great. The blocking is great. It's top to bottom. It's just phenomenal. And then... The final duel between Luke and Darth Vader at the end of Return of the Jedi is probably like in my top five favorite fight scenes of all time. It, and it's so boring in terms of what's happening physically, but what's at stake dramatically and all the buildup to it and the just the cross-cutting with everything else that's going on in the movie. That music, too. No, dude. It makes it... <laughs> in, I remember... Oh, this is so ridiculous. My... Uh, a long time ago, we had a video camera, and I, my brother and I actually taped just that fight scene on the video camera off of our TV so we could just watch that, because that <laughs> fight scene is so amazing. It's so good, and that'll, uh, that'll do it. All right. Uh, I think I'll go real quick, just because mine are going to be way fewer and less impressive than Willie's. Uh, for some reason... <laughs> I don't know about that. The only, the, the only one that I could really think of off the top of my head when I thought about this question... One of my favorite fight scenes in the Matrix trilogy 
would be the fight between Seraph and Neo in the Matrix Reloaded, where they first meet, and it's in like the little rice shack, basically. And I just love the look of all of it. I love the choreography of it all. It's such a tight fight scene. It reminds me a lot of like a Jackie Chan fight scene. And the wire fooiness, it's not particularly bad in that scene because it's all in a very enclosed space. But it's a lot of locked off shots where you just get to sit there and watch the action and see Neo in his like priest Cossack do like flips and things that make it look very cool. And Seraph is just like calm and collected throughout the whole thing. It's a really, really cool fight and w- one of my favorite moments in the whole trilogy. So people should check that out if they haven't seen it. The other one that I can really think of that is all about spectacle and just the unexpected in it and, and everything that is awesome would be the fight between Rinsler and Sam and Tron legacy. There's just watching Sam get his ass completely beaten and handed to him by Rinsler is awesome. Like I don't have any other words for it. It's just insane in the arena. Yeah. In in, in the arena when, when, you know, the gravity starts to like clue starts playing with the gravity and, and, uh, Sam just doesn't know what's going on. He just can't. And Rinsler is just showing off. It's so awesome. It's absolutely wonderful. And then um, I had one more. I don't know if I can think of it, though. That oh. movie, I would say that the light cycle scene is, is basically a fight scene, too. That's well, really and yeah, so the whole that movie is a great fight scene. and <laughs> Like John Wick. Oh, all of Haywire. Willie, what's your movie? <laughs> God, we had to talk about Haywire in a long time. I don't know he that any trying. of my films will be a post-Haywire world, so... <laughs> so sure I need to, do I even need to say anything? <laughs> All right, here we go. Um, I just I picked 10. Uh, no particular order. X-Men 2, Nightcrawler, White House. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the final fight in Warrior. Oh, Ooh, boy, yeah. oh, boy, Very oh, boy. Good. There are better fights... In that movie, sure. but there was nothing with that emotion no. behind it like that last fight. That's amazing. Um, the end fight in Equilibrium. Whoa, holy shit. <laughs> I don't, it doesn't maybe hold up as well. The one with Angus now. McFadden? Yeah. <laughs> like the one where he's going through the hallway and then he gets to Angus at the, at the end okay, or whatever. Okay. Mostly the hallway. He's <laughs> through the hallway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, Freddy versus Jason. <laughs> The whole movie, <laughs> the, like the last fight, oh, it's okay. incredible. The film, oh, I mean, <laughs> there's so much blood. And it's gore as bloody and goofy and silly as everything. It's a WWF match between <laughs> Freddy and two Jason. horror icons, <laughs> yes. and there's limbs falling off, and then yeah, it's incredible. Um, Phantom Menace lightsaber duel. I don't think anybody oh, would argue with that. It's a good one. Um, I'm always a bigger fan of the Rocky two fight. I'm gonna go with the Rocky two fight. I love the. Uh, I mean, Rocky's face is the most hamburger it's ever been by the end of that fight, I think. <laughs> and I, I don't know. I just love the, the brutality of it. Um, not a particularly good fight, but I love it. Always enjoyed it. Ske- uh, Skeletor He-Man at the end of Master of the Universe. It's super derpy. And there's like, like you can tell they shot it off the set with just, like, there's no background for some reason. It's not very good, but I love it. Like that music. And they just, every time their swords hit, like fire shoots out. It's amazing. Um... Johnny Cage versus Scorpion, the original Mortal Kombat. Starts in the forest, ends in like the dead pit thing. That yeah. whole fight's awesome. Mm-hmm. It's super cool. Best fight in that entire movie, I think. What about Maybe... Sub-Zero versus Nameless Guy? Fish fui! <laughs> Sub-Zero versus Liu Kang is really good, too. Yeah. Also very good, but really short, really brisk. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Rowdy Roddy Piper versus uh, Keith David. <laughs> I was wondering, and they I was wondering when yeah. it would come up. <laughs> it goes on for a year. It's incredible. They spoofed it on South Park as Cripple Fight. It's really good. Both of them. Um, <laughs> and finally, Destroy All Monsters, the Godzilla film, where everybody beats up King Ghidorah, and you almost feel bad for him by the end. <laughs> Impossible. You can't but it's feel really bad. good. You can't feel bad for King Ghidorah. They all fight him and hurt him. It's really good. So, yeah. That's I awesome. I thought of one, one of the more recent ones that I really, really loved, and I mentioned it on the review, but the fight between the Falcon and Gene in Wet Hot American Summer, First Day of Camp, <laughs> is so enjoyable to me. The fight between Falcon oh. and Ant-Man in Ant-Man was also very enjoyable. <laughs> Two yeah, different that Falcons. Good. Two that different was pretty fights. good. But Multiple Wet Hot American Summer stars yeah, involved there. That's yeah. true. But no, I, 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 that crossover fight is so much fun to me. Just watching it unfold and how ridiculous it is, but also coolly choreographed. It's 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 really interesting. I feel like I really miss a lot of fights in comedy movies because it's not what you think of immediately. Yeah, but I'm sure there's like a fight from like the na- one of the Naked Gun movies that's hilarious Probably, and really yeah. entertaining. The Anchorman fight. Yeah, the that's a good one. one. The first yeah. one. Yeah, there's an amazing fight in Pineapple Express too. Yes, there is. They beat the shit out of each other. Danny McBride and uh, well, all three of them. Like, oh really, yeah, really, yeah, that's they, like, right. Throw each other through every piece of furniture <laughs> yeah. in the room. It's really good. <laughs> I yeah. had one down. I had one down because it reminded me. I didn't know what I was saying, but it, the, the Charlie Chaplin the City Lights. The box. There's a boxing match yeah. in it. It's mm. really funny too. And I wanted to put that on there because it, of the Jackie Chan stuff. So it worked out all right when you brought that up. So. Yeah, there you go. Is, is there? An, is there a fight in Animal House? Am I making that up? No. Not a memorable one, at least. Okay. No. Okay. Uh, Rocky Four. Oh, you yeah. guys both talked about Rocky movies. Yeah. All Rocky Four is good. It's not my favorite fight of the bunch. My reason, uh, they they quick cut through all the rounds so fast That's that true. it's like you get all of round one and then like all of round whatever it ends in. And then it's like all, the rest of it's just kind of like punches. I, it's a little bit... The that, fight isn't great. That one's hilarious to me just on a thematic level. How it's basically like... Russia versus the United <laughs> yes. States, yeah. and and uh, just what Stallone's like trying to say with that whole thing is amazing. That entire movie is hysterical. Every the- once in a while, I uh, speaking of drunken master, I get drunk and watch just the fight scenes, the final fight scenes from the Rocky movies and the montages. <laughs> do you do them in order? <laughs> yes. So you, you must spend, feel you spend a lot of time on Rocky Four. Yeah, <laughs> that's like forty minutes. <laughs> you must Rocky feel invincible 4. afterwards. I do. Yeah, I do because Rocky Rocky Six is really Balboa is pretty inspiring too. That final fight's pretty good in Balboa. Yeah, it is. Yeah, guys, uh, hell, the see- whole the whole f- twenty final minutes of Rambo is one big fight scene. <laughs> oh my god, it's amazing. <laughs> Did you guys see Creed trailer two real quick off no, topic? No. Ho ho! I might stay shit. away from it. Actually, don't watch it. I can't. Don't watch it. Don't watch it. It's amazing, but don't watch it. <laughs> Okay. There's a huge spoiler, like really? huge spoiler. Rocky's don't watch it. Why do they do that? I mean, it's I. It makes I don't know. Whatever. Uh, moving on. I really wanted to come up with like five terrible fight scenes or like hilariously just bad. I can't. Uh-huh. Can Can you think of any real quick off the top of your head? The, the uh-huh. one with the Cynthia like- Rothrock movie where they fight the guy and skewer him in the eyeballs. <gasps> What's that called? Fuck. <laughs> it's so funny. Have you guys ever seen this? Which one? It's Cynthia Rothrock and some other, like, Gary Daniels. Oh, it's Gary, Gary Daniels. Daniels. Yeah, it's they American Kickboxer. They beat the shit out of this guy. I think it's American, American Kickboxer. Kickboxer, yeah. They kick the shit out of this guy. And he hooks him on the eye at the and, end. And it drives yeah. him away. It's yeah. so dumb. Like, it's so dumb. There's also some really good ones in American Ninja, in the American Ninja series with Michael Dudikoff that are really bad. Because no one knows how to do any martial arts in those movies. It's right. really funny. Yeah. There's um, There's a couple, like, late... 
era Seagal ones that are really funny <laughs> because <laughs> he can barely move. He, he can barely move, and they're all there's a ton of close up <laughs> shots of just like his chest at times. <laughs> um, those are good. Ooh, the the um, Van Damme Stallone fight at the end of Expendables three is, or two is not good. I really, they actually reuse footage of oh, the jump yeah. kicks. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, they could yeah, only yeah. get one good jump kick out of Van Damme at that point. Throw so. back to episode two. Uh, Van Damme, one more. There was a, there's a double team in Double Team, which I love. Which one's Double Team? Double Team is the one with Dennis Rodman. Okay. And Mickey Rourke. And there's a fight inside a coliseum with Van Damme and Mickey Rourke. Is there a kitten watching? Uh, oh, my God. Funny you should say it. Because at one point, a tiger comes in. Like, Mickey Rourke <laughs> unleashes a tiger, and Van Damme roundhouses the tiger. <laughs> It's so good. And then they blow it up, and they blow up the Coliseum, and Van Damme takes his uh, his baby, who we saved from Mickey Rourke's clutches, and they hide behind a Coke machine that's in the Coliseum, <laughs> and it blocks all the uh, fire from the explosion. <laughs> it's, the movie's awesome. Dennis Rodman oh, it keeps... I'm just going to talk about Double Team for a little bit. <laughs> Dennis Rodman Please. in the movie keeps making uh, basketball puns, which is... Which is not funny because his character in the movie does not play basketball <laughs> at all. He's like a tech. He's like Q from the Bond movies in this movie. Oh but he keeps God. saying like he'll punch someone and then Dennis Rodman goes, that's a three-pointer. And he's just like, what? <laughs> this is 90s the movie, isn't it? <laughs> it's so good. I know I've seen this. I don't remember any of that. It was it was uh, Van Damme's Hong Kong uh, period because he worked with oh. – oh, God, why can't I remember his name right now? Amazing. It's slipping, but he did knock off as well. Uh-huh. He, yeah. Unreal. Just before we sat down, I thought of like several really stupid ones, and I was going to try to pass them off as real. <laughs> I was going to say uh, Tom Cruise and Dugray Scott crashing their motorcycles <laughs> into each other and just midair hugging it out. <laughs> That's a great moment. That whole movie action. I never, I didn't even watch. So that we one. hark or harks away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, That's who directed Knockoff, and he had quite a he had an actual career before. To hark, not in, yeah, yeah. He's really not talented. In America. Yeah. It didn't. It did not translate well. No. Yeah. He, he did a better. Better tomorrow was one of them. Kind of like my boy Ryuhei Kitamura, yeah. who did a little verses <laughs> about uh, Tony and Cheadle versus Whiplash at the end of uh, Iron Man Two. High five. No, I like the. Uh, I actually like the, dr- uh, the drunken scene. Better That's that. what I was. I was gonna bring that one up. Yeah. The, the drunken Tony and and Rhodey fight. I I enjoy it. I don't think it's necessary. Like the movie is kind of like whatever, but. I still enjoyed that interaction between them and just Tony being a total jackass and showing off with all of it. But You just reminded me of uh, one I had on my list earlier and for some reason must have deleted it. Uh, when Thor is on his way to retrieve his hammer from the little shield camp that they build is really awesome. Mm-hmm. He, when he, he just beats fights his way in, but yeah, then his fight good. versus the black dude right, at, right, right yeah, before he cool. gets there is really Thor's cool. It's a Luke really Cage... Good. <laughs> yeah, yes. all those idiots online. Yeah. Oh, it must be Luke Cage. <laughs> must be Luke Cage. I had one last good one that I enjoy, and it's the fight between Tyler and the narrator and Fight Club at the very end. Mm-hmm. Just like when it starts cutting between like security camera fo- camera footage, where you see what's actually going on, mm-hmm. as opposed to what the narrator is actually perceiving. I felt like that's a that's a fun fight. It's not really much of a fight because the narrator just kind of gets super unique. I guess I just really like people getting their asses beaten. Yeah, but do you like the liar liar fight? (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty good. I don't remember that one, but I really love liar liar. Yeah, it's really good. He beats the shit out of himself in a bathroom. Perfect Jim Carrey physical comedy stuff. All right. Okay. I think that's our discussion on fight. 
uh, scenes. Yeah. Oh, the the Cool Runnings team versus uh, the the mean Finnish or Swedish guys. I forgot which team they are. <laughs> That's a good one. Swiss. <laughs> That's a good one too. I'm just. I want. We gotta get some more comedies in there. You know. Yeah. If anybody else thinks of any, let us know. Do tell. I feel like there's one in Mystery Men somewhere, but I can't remember. Yeah, there's a lot of fights. Yeah. I mean, the one where the shoveler finds his inner strength, and he fights the whole hallway of yeah. of the, the gangsters, and he pulls out the little mini like garden spade. Yep, that's so awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that sound it makes. I know it's so good. It's so good. All right, I think we can move on to our review of The Legend of Drunken Master, uh, directed by Chia Liang Lu. The IMDb synopsis says, A young martial artist is caught between respecting his pacifist father's wishes or stopping a group of disrespectful foreigners from stealing precious artifacts. So he stars Jackie Chan and many other people as well. Uh, foreign film from China. Came out in 1994. Tim? Yeah. This is your pick for our Keyframes series. Mm-hmm. Uh, why is this movie important to you? Okay, yeah, I picked it. I haven't watched it in a while. Um, but it, I haven't watched the pest in a while. So. Okay. <laughs> what stuck with me in my brain was the first time I remember watching it and especially the final fight scene in this movie. Um, I remember I, I was home from college at the time, either. I think I was on break or I just finished, um, going to college. Um, and it was on like stars action or Cinemax extreme, one mm. of those channels. <laughs> and <laughs> In college, I didn't watch a lot of action movies. Uh, I kind of drifted away from them and started mm-hmm. watching other movies, which is good. You should do that. Go out of your comfort zone. But I watched a ton when I was a teenager, and I just kind of stopped watching there. And I, I sat down, and I put this on, and the first half of it is kind of goofy, silly Jackie Chan hijinks. And then the second half just explodes into awesome martial arts. And I, it was just like, oh, my God. I remember why I love action movies with this. Um, I just, uh, (laughs) I remember I'm a pro wrestling fan, Mm -hmm. so I wanted to bring that into it. And there's a way, the reason I like pro wrestling, what it's good is when you watch two people get in, I love choreographed fights Mm. because they're, when you watch a UFC fight or you watch a boxing match, it can get really boring at times. And my favorite match of all time is Bret Hart versus Stone Cold Steve Austin from WrestleMania 13. Here's what happens in this match. <laughs> and here's because it, it sums up why I love good pro wrestling. Stone Cold comes in as kind of the badass uh, villain in this. Bret Hart had been the good guy for about 10, 15 years at the time. He'd always been a good guy as a singles performer. Mm-hmm. Um, he comes in, they get into it at first, and then all of a sudden it breaks down in the middle of the match. So act two of the match, it breaks down and Bret Hart starts getting like hardcore and starts like using like villain tactics. And like as a kid, you're like, oh my God, what's Bret Hart doing? He's like, he's trying to beat Steve Stone Cold at his own game. And then at the end, he's basically just flat out beating Stone Cold to a pulp and he, Stone Cold's bleeding all over and he becomes the sympathetic character in it. So it turns it completely. Bret Hart at the end of the match is the bad guy. Stone Cold's the good guy. And you're like, holy crap, they just told an amazing story in 20 <laughs> minutes. And that's what a good action scene does. And that's what a good action movie containing good action scenes can do um and that's what i realized i realized when i watched that movie then like that's why i love these things and that's why i prefer movies like this drunken master to maybe something like um 
I like Michael Bay movies, some of them, but his action scenes drive me bonkers at times because there's no rhythm to them like something like this Mm -hmm. it's just random chaotic happenings (laughs) and in this one like you can tell with the uh the final the final battle has a beginning a middle and an end and it's amazing and um that's why i picked this movie that's why i love this movie um i think that's after this i kind of this also i started to dig further into like jackie chan movies like non-american ones yeah um and that got me on a kick of like martial arts so it led me into other movies um i started watching stuff with him i started watching stuff with jet lee all the time the shaw brothers i started getting the raid movies came out and i just started tony cha i just started watching martial arts movie and and this movie kind of led to that um so it's it's a big deal for me in that um there was this thing called gateway to geekery the onion av club used to run every once in a while they stopped doing it i think they stopped doing everything didn't they are they still around the AV club? I don't know. Um, all their good writers left to go to the not good writers, I have that, but a lot of their film writers left to go to the dissolve, which okay. was really awesome. And then that, and then it dissolved. It dissolved, which is a <laughs> it was a real bummer. Yeah. Um, but I would they used to do this thing, and they used to give you like um, suggestions for like if you wanted to get into anime, here's where you start. Okay, and here's where you don't start. <laughs> um, so I, I just real quickly like I would start with this one with Jackie Chan because I think it sums up. Uh, this also made me realize that action stars haven't, uh, they're authors of their own movies a lot of the time. Um, they have certain styles. They have certain things that appear, certain motifs that appear in all their movies. Um, blogger Outlaw Vern, who is amazing, he wrote a book called Seagology, which takes every Steven Seagal movie and like goes through and like academically breaks down the things <laughs> that occur in each movie. And it's awesome because it's just another way of, looking at these type of movies it's really it's kind of a way to open your mind yeah. in that way so um i just made a list real quick i would start with this one because i think it combines it's got a lot of humor in it and it also has uh, some of the best action scenes if not the best in his career um then i would probably go with a rumble in the bronx just because it's the most like this in terms of there's a dub version out of it too and yeah. i remember it came out around the same time as this one. So it's kind of, it was kind of like his introduction to America in that way too. Then I would watch the police story movies because those are all awesome. And then first strikes number four in that series, I think. So those are good. And then there's one like a lesser known one called meals on wheels. That's him and Sam, Sam O'Hung. And that might have the best. There's an action scene in that. That's incredible too. And it's a really fun kind of uh, martial arts movie and then just go nuts so i just wanted to do that i'm a big operation condor fan yeah 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 i remember operation condor really i mean oh and if you his later era movies too um i prefer the the tuxedo the tuxedo oh god thank you for that (laughs) Um, mr nice guy his his american movies i don't mind the rush hour the first two rush hours they're kind of fun yeah i like the shanghai movies a lot both of them and i really really liked him in uh the karate kid remake he's so good he kind of he carries that movie that and that and the uh the way they shoot china um the way china looks in it is really i still haven't watched the original or the remake karate kid no i've never seen any of the karate kid movies (laughs) (laughs) revelation for the podcast i think it might be interesting to sit down and do like remake we could do a feature that is movie and remake I actually like both. I like the Karate Kid remake. Mm. It, it gave us Jaden. <laughs> Willie and Nick were both staring daggers at me. I now, I can't, now I can't look at you. 
there going to be a mutiny on the podcast? No, I still love you, but <laughs> I'm not sure how I feel. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that happened. I'm pretty sure Andy and John have seen those movies. Maybe it just happened before I came around and right. they were like, okay, hmm. we don't need to watch it again. Man. We never owned that one on VHS, so. Man, if only you had worked at a video store. <laughs> I know, right? With uh, us. <laughs> I, maybe this is our fault, guys. Maybe. Might be. Maybe. I'm fairly certain when that movie, because that movie came out when I was working at the The Karate store, Kid the remake? remake? It did. Yeah, and I, I'm fairly certain that I would have told you guys that I've never seen the original one, but. Blame myself. The Karate Kid remake does the most, like, economic job of setting up a sympathetic kid character because they immediately give him a Detroit Lions shirt. <laughs> 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 and you're just like, oh, this poor kid. <laughs> He's awesome. used to getting kicked around and <laughs> being let down on a week-to-week basis. God, that's almost cheating. <laughs> <laughs> Art department, what do we got? Uh, how about this Lions shirt? Oh, <laughs> yes. Jane's like, I'd like to wear my white Batman <laughs> costume. This is pretty crazy. Be pretty good. On the road to oh. crazy. Yeah. All right. Who wants to talk next about Legend of the Drunken Master? I think we had all seen it before, at least in some capacity, right? I had not. You had not. No. Okay. So what did you think, Willie? Um, I really enjoyed it. I haven't watched a Jackie Chan movie in a long time. Um, I've watched an old school Jackie Chan movie in a long time. And it was nice. It was really cool to get back into that. I mean, I, I almost forgot how unique Jackie Chan martial arts films are, how unique a feel they have. And they're... It's a very, um, you know you're watching one because it gives you that certain feeling. I mean, it's that mixture of, of hijinks and, and um, actual danger, you know? It's like, the, it's so strange how they can flip a switch in these movies and switch it from like, oh shit, this just got real, to like laughing and goofing around to like both, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I mean, he can be, he's attacked by countless people in this movie, yeah. a lot of which are trying to kill him. I mean... And yet somehow you're laughing the whole time because you're like, oh, Jackie, you silly guy. Yeah. And, and another movie I think I remarked last week, I don't remember if it was on the podcast or not, but the past two movies we've talked about, have they don't suffer from the problem, like the, oh, we'll send one guy at them at a time. Like they've both like... they No, yeah, both yeah both those films feel like like the crowd is actively trying to, to get the central yeah, to character. Yeah, take them down, yeah. not take turns. Not dance but, around in the background. Like Yeah, exactly. Um... The characters are all a lot of fun. Um, it does suffer from a little bit of that, like that where the characters disappear and appear, like that that Asian cinema thing where it's like, who is that guy? Where did he come from? It's like, well, we need a third guy to fight. So, <laughs> but you know what? It adds to the charm. It really does. There are a couple points where it's like, who the hell is that dude? They don't even care. He's got a cool haircut. Yeah. Fucking throw him in there. Yeah. Um, and then the plot's obviously very simple. There's a very clear, clear MacGuffin, but I, I don't mind that one bit. This is a showcase for a star. Mm-hmm. And it's a hell of a showcase. I mean, Jackie does some really cool stuff in this, and and some stuff that I had never seen him do in other movies. Um, stuff that wasn't even similar to other movies. I'd never seen him do the drunken style of fighting, yeah. and it was fun because he really has a knack for physical comedy beyond just like getting hit in the head with a ladder. Like he's he's actually got kind of a funny like ma- he's, he can do really cool mannerisms and facial expressions. And I think people forget about that, and this movie is a really good showcase for that part of his um his ability. Um, all the villains are hysterical. Um, uh, some of them, it's it, some of them. It's some of those things. Like some of them feel so redundant because there's so many villains in this in this movie. But I don't care because like it's like it's like a video game. Like he's yeah. got to fight another one every so often, like to move on to the next section Pallet of the movie. Swaps. 
It's awesome, dude. <laughs> um, no, I really enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun with it. Um, I don't remember. There's not a lot of a score in this movie, is there? I mean, it's not it's that it matters, the, yeah. but I don't remember. I don't remember a score. It's kind of typical, like Chinese. Yeah. Film, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, But yeah, I, I was trying to think. We, about we that should mention. I guess we watched the. Uh, American version that came out in like 2000 when they yeah. released it. Starring um, Brian Cranston. Yeah, starring Brian Cranston. <laughs> as, as Fishman. As, as Fishman. Fish, fish Fishman. The one that's on Netflix. There is a There are a few versions. From what I've read, there's not a perfect version of the original, like 1994. Like everything has been, like this one was redubbed. And then there's another DVD release, which I have, which is not dubbed. It has the subtitles, but it's chopped. Um, so. Well, and this one's also kind of weirdly chopped too. It is, yeah, it is because the one on Netflix like is, the, yeah. The title card and the and the credits are like two thirty five to one, yep. and everything else is sixteen nine. And there's a few times in the movie where it either feels like they pan a little bit or they don't, and it's weird. <laughs> right? They like refer to the little jade thing, and the woman's like got a sliver of it on the screen <laughs> in the corner. It's like, very little. What, what, little what is the thing. thing that they wanted so bad? But no. So it's, yeah, it's a little weird. But I don't know if there's like, is there even like a good subtitle non-cropped version anywhere that no, we know No, that's of? the thing is uh, even the region free or the, like the region whatever yeah. ones aren't the original. Yeah. What was it, what was released in 1994. So it's always been kind of a pain. I wonder if Jackie could, could like throw some weight around and be like, hey, where are the originals to this? As, I'm talking, as far as an official release, there's nothing good. You might be able to find something if you're good at the internet. Okay. Yeah. All right. Or you go to cons. <laughs> <laughs> Probably at cons. Yeah. All right, Nick. Hey. What'd you think of Legend of the Drunken Master? It's fun. It's a good old time at the movies with Jackie Chan, basically. I have seen it, uh, but it was a long, 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 long time ago. And the only scene I could remember was, as I confirmed with Tim beforehand, is like the scene in like the bar slash like tea house or whatever, the two-story building. Yeah. Uh, that was the only part I could remember from the whole movie, which is weird that that stood out. But um, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. It uh, I've seen... I mean, my Jackie Chan knowledge is pretty much the same as most people that live in this country, I think, except I've seen Jackie Chan's First Strike like 87 times. <laughs> <laughs> my brother and I used to just rent that repeatedly from the old Hollywood video that was on Main Street in Royal Oak. You can remember when that was. So, Yeah. Uh, mm. That was a long time ago. And then also Rumble, Rumble in the Bronx uh, numerous times. That's a really awesome movie, too. But I like... Um, like Willie was saying, his natural kind of affinity for playing to the comedic side a little bit. Definitely, it's it's, it's a great. Kind of, it's very Jerry it's Lewis outlet. in like a weird way. A lot of physical comedy, as Willie mm-hmm. said. He always yeah. talked about uh, one of his. He always liked the silent movies. Yeah. Um, Charlie yeah, Chaplin, Buster Keaton. Buster that was yeah, Harold Lloyd. Those were always kind of his influences. And this one is very. Um, I think this is very very Charlie Chaplin to me because it's very it's very good hearted. Yeah, and it's very. Uh, I recall he does a lot of I'm thinking of that boxing match in particular. It's charismatic sure. too, yeah. which mm-hmm. is you know. It's funny because when I uh, when I first saw a Buster Keaton movie, when I saw Sherlock Junior uh, in a class, I immediately was like, "This reminds me of Jackie Chan," because <laughs> he did some insane 
physical stunts, like stuff that for back then, even today, you'd be like, what the hell are you doing? Like, that's not OSHA approved. You can't be doing that. (laughs) And this was like 1924, I think, when that came out or something. And it it seriously, and you watch it and you're like, there's no way that's faked because it was just too old to be faked. And it's uh, some seriously bizarre, crazy stuff. Um, Yeah, he's great. Uh, He's very funny. I think that seeing him, you know, just pretend to be really drunk and fight is weirdly entertaining (laughs) and uh, not as for, like for some reason towards the end when he's just getting like just drinking and fighting, I was like, I feel bad. <laughs> like, I just felt kind of bad, and like it's kind of mean. He just has to get wasted and just to absorb the blows like Rocky style, just get the <laughs> shit whipped out of him, and then just keep on coming. But it's uh, it's pretty hysterical, and it does get it does get heavy a couple times. There yeah. are a few moments in this movie where I was like, whoa. <laughs> That this movie's taking itself fairly seriously in the <laughs> the immortal words of Alex Morell. Um, yeah, it's good though. It's fun. Uh, I like it. Right. I I have an insane yearning to go watch First Strike now. I have that one on DVD. <laughs> it's probably one of the first DVDs I ever bought and it's it's got it's like the two-sided. Yeah. One's oh, widescreen, yeah. one's full screen. Yep. Good stuff. That full screen side is <laughs> that never. came up last cut. week with uh, the fact that my pest DVD is the trophy for it. No, it's not. I'm not I forgot the trophy. I'm not giving um, sorry. That's okay. I've got one though. We 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 have, we have time, so we do. I've actually learned uh, a couple weeks ago for a shoot we were working on. There's a wealth of trophy stores in the area, <laughs> so we could always have something mocked up. Okay. Good to know. Tell them Nick sent you, and they'll go who. <laughs> uh, we don't know him. It'll be the full price from please. the Midwest Builders <laughs> yeah. podcast. Well, if Nick goes in and just buys trophies all the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you probably, you probably have. They were probably made out to Drew Storm. <laughs> Fake trophies. Wonderful. Um, my first exposure to Legend of the Drunken Master. I hadn't seen it in full up until today. But I remember at one point I came home from school one day and John and one of his friends were sitting down and watching this movie and it was the first scene of him getting drunk and using the drunken boxing style. And as soon as I saw it, I was like, this is awesome. This is so cool. And I I couldn't really put my finger on it then, but ultimately that led me to try and find the movie falling off of the back of an internet truck and I downloaded the original and watched that and enjoyed it very, very much. So I'm glad I finally have seen the sequel. But watching it today, I kind of think I put my finger on what I like about it. And the drunken boxing style is just this weird, somehow connected fight style that just takes this weird accidental efficiency of, like economy of your movement and and motion and makes it work for you which i think is always something that i like in martial arts i like a lot of the work that i I can't remember what movie it is but uh jackie's got like a rope with a heavy weight at the end of it and he's like throwing it around his body and using it to like throw at people and like whenever it comes to using momentum in fight scenes i feel like that's got so much more skill to it than just like simple punching and and choreography because you're actually like you've got this somewhat unpredictable notion of momentum behind it all and making it look convincing and making those blows connect and a lot of it i feel like it can't even just it can't even be faked like that amount of force going into something to come out of it in the right direction you need to make 
connections with the actors and the stunt people in order to actually make that all work out. And I find that impressive and, and almost all levels, but uh, this movie's fantastic. It, it, it's a great showcase for Jackie Chan, as we all said, it's got quite a cast of characters. There's, there's, you know, he's got buddies all around him that do different things and serve different purposes and, and the father and the mother are very The family dynamic too. is the really funny. The family dynamic yeah. is, is fantastic. And just kind of watching that all unfold is, is great. And I think the movie's ability to kind of turn on a dime in the middle of the film is... And, and, and the fact that you kind of buy it, except for the fact that there's a few moments where you're like, wow, this is, this is really heavy, as Nick said. Uh, I think it pulls those moments off very successfully. Even in like a dubbed situation where I feel like sometimes just be like, wow, this is so ridiculous. It doesn't really bother you in this kind of movie because it all just kind of feels authentic in a weird way. But, um, yeah, I don't know. And the dub to me, I think it's it's pretty great. I never really felt like there were any moments where things don't make any sense or that the translation just completely loses something. And I think that's... It's always nice when... Because Jackie Chan did his Actually part. does his dub. Yeah, yeah. And that's always nice, too, when you're main... You yeah. get your main star to do that. Yeah. Especially someone who was becoming famous in America at the time. Yeah. And you recognize his voice, so mm-hmm. that's kind of nice too. Yeah. Um the other thing I wanted to bring up about Jackie Chan, I wanted to make sure you've all seen the Mulan music video with Jackie Chan. Of course. Yes. Okay. Good. Have you not have you seen it or no? What is he? He sings I'll make a man out of you in Chinese because he was the Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. It's so beautiful. And there are it's it's Shots of the movie and of him in the booth and then him just doing martial arts. Yeah, <laughs> it's really good. It's, it's amazing. It's wonderful. Look, it's on YouTube. Okay, if you guys haven't He's, seen it. Yeah, the movie. This movie does a really great job of reinforcing what a multi-talented person. He's such he a is. Renaissance man. He is absolutely. Yeah, and, the, but not even that, like he's also got like singing and all he kinds always, of stuff that isn't even in this movie too. On top of it, yeah, he's any in the um. Not on this version that's on Netflix, but in the other version, he sings over the end credits. Yeah. Like, he sings a song. And he does it in a couple of his uh, movies as well. So, he loves to sing. Yeah. He's yeah. a really interesting guy to read about. Like, yeah. where his education began and how many different things he's trained to, like, max level in. Yeah. Like, it's, he's, he's a really impressive guy. All right. Uh, do we have any other thoughts on Legend of the Drunken Master? No. Check and it out. There is some... Int- do, uh, people can read their own because I'm not a history buff. But I, around this time, this is about this was a re- released around the time that um, Hong Kong was getting away from British rule, and okay. I, I think it was released in '94, and I think it finally happened in like '96, '97. It's a propaganda film. <laughs> there is some interesting stuff. There is yeah. an interesting Hong Kong British dynamic in this movie. Yeah. So uh, definitely, yeah, it, it, you can tell, and I think that's part of the. This movie's popularity, yeah, um, overseas especially. So interesting. Um, I was gonna make a joke or something, but I forgot. It. <laughs> it's probably for the better. What do we got next? Who's 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 gonna uh, go? I don't know. I don't you guys know. gotta figure this shit out. I'll go next. I just don't know what it's gonna be yet. All right, still... how's your availability? Questionable. Yeah, but optimistic. Okay. <laughs> 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 we should make a magic eight ball. <laughs> Technically kind of questionable, but optimistic. It's pretty good. You want to go next? Do you I have can. a pick or no? I yeah. 
I have several options. Okay. Does Alex have a pick yet? I don't. Not so even close? Not even... I have a few that I'm kind of like, eh, maybe, but nothing that's really been like, this has to be the one, except for the pest. So that's what we're... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> what mystery? What intrigue? Yeah. I'm just having a hard time finding one that I'm like, this is one that I really... It's balancing the, between, like, this is super important to me and also the I want more people to be aware of it as well because I'm trying to play with those two things, but I don't know that they necessarily went out. Right. And I also would kind of like to try because, like, Turtles and Drunken Master are also very action-oriented. I'd like to go in another direction That's kind of what I was hoping too. for, too, yeah. So I, I haven't really landed where I want to go as of yet. Well, I'm not going to do Jackie Chan's first strike. Then. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to, man. It's, it's I want what's to, but no, to I you. <laughs> Whatever you want. That's okay. Whatever you want. Yeah, so. Ben Affleck's Daredevil. <laughs> That's Ghost Rider. Uh, uh, director's, director's Cut. cut. Yep. <laughs> I'm the only one who's not the world. It's watchable. <laughs> Don't get a fire. Look, my skull's on fire. I still haven't seen either movie, so... Oh, there's this really good SNL skit I wanted to bring up because I was reminded. I'm always reminded of it when I watch martial arts movies, but it's called, um, it was back in the 90s and it's called like um, Ninja Pep Talk and it's after they get beat up in one of the movies and then the one guy goes, what did we talk about before we went in there? How were we going to attack? And the guy goes, all at once. And he goes, and how did we attack? One by one. (laughs) That sounds wonderful. That's awesome. Who's in? Who's in? Uh, John it? Goodman's the host, and I think Mike Myers is in it too. Okay. Maybe Chris Farley. It's that cast with John Goodman at the time. That's great. So. That's that's great. really awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll try and announce on the Facebook whatever the movie is for next week, uh, a couple days ahead of time, to give people a chance to mm-hmm. seek it out and check it out. Our job here is done, Tim. <laughs> yeah, it's up guys, to these two. You guys did watch. the work. Uh, so we'll see. We'll figure it out. Uh, the other is Black Mass out this weekend. Yes. All right. I kind of want to try to do like a bonus episode or something, but I also don't want to promise that. So, don't listen to the, what I just said, listeners. <laughs> we'll see. I meant to record our very brief bonus blurb on the visit. Yeah, you should. You should still do. Oh, that's right. You saw the visit. I did. Don't <laughs> talk about it right now. Though. I wasn't. Gonna. <laughs> I want to see it. Shyamalan is back. Shyamalan He's at 60% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, but uh, beaten in the box office by that terrible, terrible movie that Nick told me to watch the trailer of a little while back. Oh, The Perfect Man? Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> the trailer's horrendous. It's, it a it's, it's amazing. <laughs> All right. Well, keep an eye on the Facebook. Feedback at MidwestFilmers.com is where you can write to us about the show and the things that we talk about. We're at MFN Podcast on Instagram and Twitter, and you can search for Midwest Film Nerds Podcast on Facebook and Vine. Uh, MidwestFilmNerds.com is where you can find all of our previous plus bonus episodes. That doesn't make any sense. All of our previous episodes, including bonus ones. There's also timestamps and show notes for each episode on the website. And uh, Amazon.MidwestPodcastNetwork.com. Please shop there. Part of the money that you spend will come to us at no additional cost to you. And we can spend that money on our shows and on a trip to the Netherlands to go say hi to you. <laughs> so please do. That is not the, the agenda for the trip. <laughs> well, I mean, we'll ha- I mean, yeah, we'll do other things. We're there too. to take over. Yeah. yeah. Make true. some money. Restructure. Tell <laughs> <laughs> these people what film criticism is all about. <laughs> all right. Till, no- till then. Kyle XY, go watch a movie.